DiscerningHearts.com, in cooperation with the Oblates of the Virgin Mary, presents Struggles in the Spiritual Life, Their Nature and Their Remedies, with Father Timothy Gallagher. Father Gallagher is the author of many best-selling books on the theology and spirituality of St. Ignatius of Loyola. He holds the St. Ignatius Chair of Spiritual Formation at St. John Theological Seminary in Denver, Colorado. Struggles in the Spiritual Life, Their Nature and Their Remedies, with Father Timothy Gallagher. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. Welcome back, Father. Thank you, Chris. It's so good to be with you, to travel on the spiritual journey with so many people. And the beauty of this particular book that you have with Sophia Institute, Struggles in the Spiritual Life, Their Nature and Their Remedies, you give us, as we've reflected on before, stories that could take place in any of our lives. We just have different names, this cast of characters, but I think I could put my name maybe even in this one. Well, these are what I call reflected examples in the sense that these persons that we watch go through these experiences reflect what we all experience. So yeah, we could all put our name and I could put my mine in there too. Well, as this opens, Julie's husband, Bob, calls Father Reed. He's learned of Father Reed through his wife, Julie, having made the retreat with him and her sharing just how fruitful and wonderful the retreat was. And he asks if they can speak. They set a time and they meet. And he tells Father Reed that I've been a Catholic all my life, go to Mass faithfully with Julie and the children. We've been married for 17 years. There are ups and downs, but it's been a good marriage. But he says, every so often I hurt her without intending to. And now he goes back to something that we've seen earlier. When, as he tells Father Reed, with just good intentions, he spoke with Julie about how she's handling their youngest son, David, and his issues at school. And then realized that he'd hurt her without intending to do that, trying to make amends. And as we said, it just gets very complicated and difficult. Then he begins speaking about how things are going spiritually in his life, and they've been moving in a good direction in his life. There's a men's faith formation group in the parish, which he's now been attending for two years. A lot of good spiritual nourishment there. He's made good friends with people. And his faith is coming more alive, and both he and Julie sense this, and they love what's happening in their marriage and in their home. But now this tension with his wife has arisen, and he tells Father Reed, uh, normally we're able to resolve it without too much delay, but this time we haven't been able to. So there's a certain discouragement there. Now, in terms of discernment, there's a non-spiritual desolation here. It's just a natural response to something tense that hasn't worked out well. So Father Reed asks him, well, how does the discouragement affect you? I find myself thinking like this, and now you'll see us getting right into the kinds of things Ignatius wants us to be aware of, to identify, and reject. I find myself thinking like this, what kind of a husband are you? You hear talks about how married men grow in holiness by loving their wives and their children, and you want to be that kind of man. But look at the mess you make of your relationship with your wife. Don't think you'll ever be much of a husband or much of a father either. Now, with great reverence, I want to just pause there, and I'll just ask of anyone sharing in this conversation, have you ever felt like that? You'll never be much of a mother. 
never much of a wife, never much of a man or woman of prayer, and so forth. Okay, that's what we, we need to be alerted to. That's the awareness to note this. Now, Bob has done a wonderful thing in uh, meeting with Father Reed and then sharing openly about what's going on because Father Reed obviously is going to pick up on this. Growth in rejecting these enemies, the enemies discouraging lies, consists in increasing awareness, identification, and then in this case, rejection. Don't think you'll be much of a husband or a father. You can't even agree with your wife about how to help your son. Make all the efforts you want. Maybe you'll do better in this or that for a little while, but you'll never really change. Oh, Father Reed says that sounds pretty heavy. And then Bob goes on to say it doesn't stop there. Well, for example, Bob says, I mentioned the men's faith formation group. Friday morning comes and I find myself thinking, what's the point of going? You've been attending these meetings for two years and where, where has it gotten you? Nothing has changed. Why bother going? And to be honest, recently I have missed some of the meetings. Now, in the light of everything we've been saying, we can recognize Ignatius' injunction in time of desolation, never make a change. And Bob obviously is doing this. Uh, he's experiencing spiritual desolation here, and out of the discouragement of it, at times now he's just skipping the meeting on Friday, which has done so much good for him over these years. One of the recommendations is to spend a few minutes daily with the readings of the day's Mass. I subscribe to a monthly publication with the readings, and I pray with them in the evening. And then the same thought comes. Why bother? What good is it done? Go ahead, pray with the readings, but it won't make any difference. You won't change. Sometimes I give in and just don't do it. I'll add one more thing, and then I'll have said all I need to say. I've been wondering about making a retreat. Julie made one, and I know how it helped her. That got me thinking about doing the same, and I know you'll be doing another retreat two months from now, and I've considered signing up. But there it is. What's the point? Sign up, go, be a part of it. You'll hear some good things. You may make some good resolutions. It might even change things for a few weeks, but it won't last. You'll go back to being the same you. You'll hurt your wife again. You'll disappoint your children. You'll pull out of the group. You'll drop your prayer, just like you're doing now. This is the form of desolation we want to get a hold of here. Ignatius calls this lack of hope. That is, make all your efforts, try but nothing is really going to change. Now, if we're not aware of that and don't identify that for the desolation of the enemy that it is and don't reject it, it can obviously harm us. So Bob, if he continues this way, and it's wonderful that he is speaking with Father Reed here, uh, but if he just continues this way, uh, he may drop the men's group entirely. That morning prayer with the readings may just disappear. And he will, not very happily, but feel that he just has to settle for less. That's who I am. That's all I can hope for. Now, if I had a, a whiteboard in front of me here, I would write the word no as big as I could write it in the thickest black uh, marker I could use for it and then put about four exclamation points after it. Because all of this, there's no truth in any of this. The truth is that Bob has been growing in a wonderful way in his spiritual life. He's joined the men's group and it's He's receiving the benefit from it. He's begun praying. He is simply now experiencing a form of spiritual desolation where the enemy comes into a non-spiritual vulnerability 
because of the unresolved tension uh, with, with his wife here. Now, what Father Reed does is he just uh, helps uh, Bob to express you know, how things are going. Do you love your wife? Well, of course I do. Do you love your children? Well, of course I do. Why do you go to the men's group? Well, because I find it so helpful spiritually. And then finally at the end, he asks Bob, how does what you've just said, said compare with these thoughts that have been there before? Bob finally smiles and he sees it clearly at this point and uh, he'll reject this. So that's what we want to highlight here. As I've said before, one form it will take is you're defeated before you begin. Absolutely not. That is never, never, never true. I love these little ways Ignatius points this out, you know, that God always gives us all the grace we need to resist and reject all of our spiritual enemies, as he will say. Let's add one more thing. Let's suppose that Bob comes back from this meeting with Father Reed. Now he understands things more clearly. His heart is lifted up. And he sits down with his wife, Julie, and just shares all of this. And they recognize that these kinds of things can happen. Probably in this sharing, the former tension is probably also going to be resolved. But they recognize that this can happen from time to time. And it may happen again. And they decide how they're going to deal with it when it does happen again. So Bob gets very confirmed in the sense that I'm never going to stop going to the men's group or stop my prayer just because of these discouraging lies of the enemy. And they resolve that they'll talk together when one or the other is feeling this way. They'll share openly with the other and accompany the, the other as they go through it. This is Ignatius' counsel that you can prepare for spiritual desolation even before it comes. And if you do, you're going to get through it so much more easily. I'll do again what I've done before. Instead of the desolation being deepening and deepening and going on and on and on, you'll still struggle. Bob will still struggle, but it'll be much shorter and much less dark as he gets through it. So that's the counsel that Ignatius gives here. Last thing I'll say about this is there's another quality of the enemy's spiritual desolation that emerges here. Because what the desolation, I'm personifying the enemy here, what the desolation will try to tell you is that what you are experiencing, what you're feeling, is your identity. What you are feeling in your spiritual life right now is who you are spiritually. Do you feel far from God? Well, that's who you are. You are far from God. Do you feel reluctance to pray today? Well, that's who you are. You're a person who doesn't love prayer very much. Do you feel like you just don't want to go to daily Mass the way you normally do on this particular day? Well, that's who you are. You're a person who doesn't love the Eucharist very much. And then, again, a resounding, emphatic no to all of this. It's precisely because you love the Lord and you're getting closer to the Lord, that you want to pray, that you do go to daily Mass. You are a person who loves the Lord, but whom God is permitting to experience some spiritual desolation today for reasons of a love that we've already talked about because of the growth that can come when we go through it. Well, Bob, having gone through this experience, is going to be stronger the next time it happens, and he and Julie together are going to be stronger. We'll return to Struggles in the Spiritual Life, Their Nature and Their Remedies with Father Timothy Gallagher. 
Discerning Hearts provides content dedicated to those on the spiritual journey. To continue production of these podcasts, prayers, and more, go to discerninghearts.com and click the donate link found there or inside the free Discerning Hearts app to make your donation. Thanks and God bless. A prayer of St. Ignatius of Loyola. Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will, all that I have and call my own. You have given all to me. To you, Lord, I return it. Everything is yours. Do with it what you will. Give me only your love and your grace. That is enough for me. Amen. Did you know that Discerning Hearts has a free app in which you can find all your favorite Discerning Hearts programming? Father Timothy Gallagher, Dr. Anthony Lillis, Deacon James Keating, Mike Aquilina, Dr. Matthew Bunsen, and so many more are found on the Discerning Hearts free app. Did you also know that you can stream Discerning Hearts programming on numerous streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and so many more. And did you know that Discerning Hearts also has the YouTube page? Be sure to check out all these different places where you can find Discerning Hearts. We now return to Struggles in the Spiritual Life, Their Nature and Their Remedies, with Father Timothy Gallagher. Father Gallagher, isn't it, in a way, that strength coming from his understanding, as you said, that this was spiritual discouragement, that he couldn't go to the men's uh, formation group because there was that spiritual discouragement? The reason I emphasize that is that sometimes we can't make our commitments because we've gotten sick or that something has come up that, I mean, I really can't make it. The prompting that might come next week, well, I missed it last week, that's when you're probably going to hit that discouragement. And that's when you can be aware, understand, take action. Am I on the right path with that? Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, that's a very different scenario. I don't know, there's a doctor appointment or some need for one of the children, or Bob Bob just isn't well these days, whatever, Julie needs him or whatever it might be. Sure, all of those things can happen. But what's very likely going to be different in that case is that Bob won't feel burdened by discouragement and a sense of failure, because he knows he made the decision he needed to make in fidelity to his vocation as a husband and a father. Uh, It could be. Maybe there is a little more vulnerability next week. Again, let's suppose he's tired and so forth to some of that discouragement that we talked about. So yes, it's conceivable that when next week comes, uh, the fact that he wasn't there the preceding week might create a a certain vulnerability to some discouragement. But it's going to be very different from the situation in which there's no reason why he can't go other than the enemy's discouraging lies. What's the point? Look at you, how poor you do as a father, as a husband. Okay, that's a very different scenario. And there the discouragement will be very evident. And what was so wonderful with Father Reed's counsel is that he didn't 
necessarily have to tell him what was going on inside of him as much as he just needed to mirror back the truths that were already evident in Bob's heart. He loved his wife. He enjoyed the men's group. He just reflected back what was coming out of him originally. And then the light went on in his own mind. And that's a sign of good direction, isn't it? That's a sign of a good accompaniment. Yes, that's actually a pretty good illustration of what spiritual direction is. The Father Reed is not making decisions for Bob, but what he's doing is helping Bob to understand his spiritual experience more clearly, which is liberating for Bob. So, yeah, that's that's actually the heart of spiritual direction, precisely that. And it seems as though it was so healthy because... In turn, it went back to his original, Bob's original vocation, back to his wife. They had the conversations. They were able to talk it through. And, and that's a really wonderful gift, isn't it? If, if you have been blessed in this particular vocation of marriage to have a spouse, that you can have these kind of conversations. Even if it's somebody you might feel, well, they may not understand where I am spiritually, just trusting in beginning to just open that door, just say, I'd like to talk to you about this. Can you listen? And who knows how God's going to work in that, in that moment. Yes, I see beautiful things happen when couples do share this kind of teaching. That's actually why, if I can mention one of the books, why I wrote this book entitled Discernment of Spirits in Marriage, Nation Wisdom for Husbands and Wives. When husbands and wives go through this together and they learn the kinds of things that we're going through here, the teaching of Ignatius, then they have a vocabulary. They both can talk about these things and each knows what the other is talking about. So that really is a wonderful thing when that can happen. And it's only in the vocation of marriage that that's possible because of the spousal relationship that's there. So I just warmly encourage anyone who is finding what Ignatius is saying helpful to consider if it's possible going through this together with the spouse, and then a lot of wonderful things will happen. Yeah, and again, we had mentioned in a previous conversation about spiritual friendships, about having those friends that you can, even if you've gone to direction, that you can sit down maybe the next day or sometime in the, within a week or so, and talk it over with coffee with a friend, just to be able to share it as a sounding board so you're not isolated and you begin to believe that lie again, that the, as you pointed out, discouragement to pray and to be all that, that's just who you are. You're just never going to be a prayer person. You're never going to have a relationship with God that way. The key there is another Ignatian principle that uh, I've probably already mentioned, and that is don't be alone with us be accompanied. And there's, I think we've talked through the various ways in which that can be done, but the more accompanied we are, the easier it is to see clearly, to be aware, to identify, and to reject when it's the discouraging lies of the enemy. So Bob has his men's prayer group, which is a wonderful thing. Now he and his wife are able to share on a deeper level about this. He knows that if he needs it, he can call Father Reed and they'll have a chance to talk He's in a pretty good place now to go forward and grow through these experiences. And that's why the Lord permits them. And because Bob has responded the way he has, not only is he not going to be harmed by this, but he's actually going to grow. 
and there'll be a new closeness in his marriage also because of this. So that returns to the point that Ignatius makes that there's a reason why a God who loves us permits us to go through these experiences. And how wonderful in this case, too, that it's a deepening of relationship with God. It has been, once again, he's turned and is very open and entering into that. But he's also strengthening his relationship with his spiritual advisor, with his wife, with his prayer group. It's all about relationship, ultimately, horizontally and vertically, isn't it? The closer you get to God, the stronger, warmer all of your relationships will be. Because then we're able to relate to others with spousal love or friendship or whatever the relationship is. We're able to love with a power that is not merely human. And that's what we mean by this wonderful word charity, which is a power of love that's infused in us through baptism, the virtue of charity as we call it, and then sustained by God's grace. So the closer we get to the one who is love, and the more able we're going to be to really love everyone else in our lives. Any final thoughts on this particular area, that, especially the loss of hope, that struggle with hope in our prayer and our relationship on the spiritual journey? If we're experiencing that, like Bob, before he meets with Father Reed, don't just go on with that. Do what Bob did. Find the right competent person, spouse or friend, or confessor with whom to speak, and things will change. Thank you so much, Father Gallagher. Thank you, Chris. You've been listening to Struggles in the Spiritual Life, Their Nature and Their Remedies with Father Timothy Gallagher. To hear and or to download this conversation, along with hundreds of other spiritual formation programs, visit discerninghearts.com or you can find it in the free Discerning Hearts app. You can also view the video of this presentation by visiting the Discerning Hearts YouTube channel. This has been a production of Discerning Hearts. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. We hope that if this has been helpful for you, that you will first pray for our mission, which is to offer authentic and rock-solid spiritual formation freely to souls around the world. And if you feel us worthy, please consider a charitable donation which is fully tax-deductible to help support our efforts. But most of all, we hope that you will tell a friend about discerninghearts.com and join us next time for Struggles in the Spiritual Life, Their Nature and Their Remedies with Father Timothy Gallagher.